There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I don't know where I saw this, but it stuck, stuck out to me, and I'm like, am I old? To people that are younger than me, Anna, when yeah. I'm at the gym... Look at me and instantly know that I'm an old 40-year-old. Oh, no. Because of one particular style that I have. Okay. And that it is I wear no-show socks. Yeah. And I've noticed this for years. I don't know, maybe about like, I don't know, six, seven years that young, younger kids, younger folks. Young kids, yeah. <laughs> um, down to about age, I'm going to go like 32, like early 30s. They don't really wear no-show socks. They wear, I think, yeah. crew-cut socks. Like and this the, changed at yeah. some point. And definitely younger than that. 30s, 20s, any of that. Like, it, they're not wearing no-show socks. Gen, we'll say Gen Z. Gen Z and, and like, maybe like late millennials late or millennial. early millennials. But whichever. you, at 28 years old, fall into the category of a person that would probably wear a crew cut. But you told me that I, you also wear no-show socks. I do. And my uh, question is, are, for me, would they be dad socks? Or in general, does it make us, are we, have we aged out of being cool with our socks? Yeah. And I, I think with the socks, like, what did you call them? Crew cut socks? Crew cut. I don't know, tube socks? That's what yeah, I always I mean, call that's them. what they are. <laughs> that but... probably makes us sound older. Those kind of socks, though, I think it either makes you very young or very, or that's much what I'm older. Saying. Because, like, my dad, for example, he has always yes. worn those socks. But it probably, you know what I mean? He's always worn them, but that's how you would tell, like, oh, yeah, he's he's an yeah, older man. He's an old man. He's got his new balances on him, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, probably, and then his, like, tube socks or whatever. But, like, when in the late 80s, when I was growing up, yeah. as a kid, as, like, a six, seven, eight-year-old, I wore socks like those. Yeah. I wore crew-cut socks, and they had two little stripes up top, like two little red stripes. Oh, no. Yeah, like, it was very oh, 80s. Man, and yeah. that style completely went away. Well, if you yeah. if you could see the socks you were wearing to the gym from like I'm guessing like late 90s up to like 10 ish years ago, you were doing it wrong. You were old. I my so my mom refused to buy the ankle socks. She was like, "No, we're not falling into trends and things like that." So me and my sister would pull them down yes. and wrap Flip them, them under over. Our I've done feet. that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, that way too. we had like no show socks. That is so funny. So the fact that like, I don't know, kids, young people are bringing them back into style. Kind of makes me a little angry. I'm like, you don't know what we had to go through I just, I, to get rid of these. I feel like if I wear socks that are crew cut, I'm I'm so scared of how it's going to look. I don't know if. I'm going to I'm gonna bring in a pair tomorrow. Like, I have to go buy a pair. I, I'm thinking the sad. white ones with like the black Nike. That okay. is like the I'm gonna ultimate. Go, That's I'm what gonna, you need. I'm going to bring in like a, like a workout 
set of clothes tomorrow. Oh, man. And I will try them on with my shoes. Okay. And you tell me when I post the photo or when I take the photo, yeah. you tell me if I can pull it off. Okay, you need to bring basketball shorts. Because okay. I feel like that really, you know what I mean? Sweatpants kind of cover no, up. No, no, you no, need, no. Like, yeah, you need it'll be basketball shorts. shorts. <laughs> and then the white I want to know if black I'm, Nike. I want to know if I'm look if then if I look like a poser. Also, I'd like to speak to somebody that wears only crew cut socks. If they're like if do you think that me and Anna are old for wearing no show? Yeah. This is such a dumb question, but I've been thinking about it way more than I need to for at least the last 4 or 5 years. I swear I've been I've noticed there's a dividing line. Yeah. Uh what do you think? No, absolutely not. Well, how can I ask how old you are? I am 33. Okay, okay, you're right so there at that yeah. top end of that uh, of that you, demo that I see. Where's those crew cut? Do you wear crew cut socks? No, I wear no shoes. We need a crew cut person to call uh, in. You know what? I really do think it is like majority Gen Z. I think millennials were kind of like iffy on it, but we, I mean, we grew up with the t- during the times when we had yeah. no choice but to like make our crew cut socks ankle socks. Right. So I think that's why. Exactly. Uh, what's What's your name? Taylor. Taylor. I think we. We need someone Gen Z, or if you're a millennial and you do this, I think that's really the time frame of people wearing these socks. If you wear the crew cut socks, you think they're stylish. Yeah. Are we old? That's that's all we care about. For this is a self-esteem socks. thing. We right? need to, please boost our confidence. When you see people wearing no-show socks like me and Anna, do you think to yourself, right. those are old people? No, I feel like no-show socks means you're young people. What? what? Wait. So I don't know. So, Explain. Yeah. I don't know. Like my younger sister wears them. She's only nine. What? Um, <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> like, I don't know. How old are you? We went too far down. I'm seventeen. You're seventeen. Yes. Hold on. Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you know anybody <laughs> your age, or let's just go even like, like 20 years farther, five yeah. years further down the road that wears no-show socks? Yeah. I mean, I wear them sometimes. Like, if I'm wearing shoes that, you know, I need no-show socks. Like, okay. I have a cousin who's 25. She wears them. I mean, I don't know. Okay, now, so you are speaking for females. I do agree that females, we can get away with it sometimes because we have... Right. Different style of shoes that we, you know what I mean? We can get away with it. But guys, they're usually wearing sneakers. Do you think a guy in sneakers with ankle socks, does that mean he's old? No. Okay, Okay. all right. Listen, I'm fine. I'm fine. A 17-year-old said I'm not old. Okay. What would I have to wear for you to be like, that dude's old? Um... Velcro? (laughs) (laughs) High socks. Oh, tube, like all the way up. Knee socks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. I even know not to do that. Oh, gosh, no. (laughs) Good for granddad and bad for me. Don't go too high. Don't go too low. Just keep them. Yeah, we're doing fine. We're doing fine, Kaylin. I got confronted by a coworker earlier today, Anna. Yep. And she comes in. She goes, why wasn't I invited to the pizza party you threw earlier today? So oh boy. my friend, Julie, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday to my friend. And I decided because her and I share the same love of pizza for Italianette pizza in Silverton and over in, I believe, College Hill. They have two locations and it's my favorite. It's her favorite. We bond over it and her birthday was today. So yeah. I decided I was going to buy her pizzas for her birthday. Yeah. Over the last couple of days, one by one, I just kept kind of running into other coworkers and they're like, hey, you got anything planned for Julie's birthday? And I'm like... I'm going to buy some pizzas if you want to go in on it. 
You know, I like I know how people like to jump on. You know, oh cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll everyone buy a pizza get lunch. Too. Yeah. So I recruited Anna, uh, Freddie from down the hall, and Will from our engineering department. Yeah. So there's four people if you include me, and then five if you include Julie, and that is technically who was invited to the pizza party. The people that paid. The people that paid, and the person whose birthday it was. And the person whose birthday yeah. it is. That is it. Then Natalie from down the hall, Q102, comes in this afternoon. What? Why was it? Why wasn't I invited to the pizza party? Yeah. And I, she put me on the spot, and I could tell she was kind of joking. By the way, she was holding a cold piece of pizza from the pizza box at the yeah. time. <laughs> she still got to eat Yeah, she's, like, still eating the pizza. She yeah. goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she did that thing where I had no room to really think. I just got accosted is the way it felt. Like, okay. And I go, yeah. well, I, I did. I get all a little, little frazzled. When somebody comes at me real quick. We call you the raccoon. Well, no, no, no. That's oh. defensive. Oh, sorry. Okay. I get defensive. But if you come at me and I'm not prepared for this conversation, I get frazzled. Okay. And I go, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see you. I didn't. And uh, she goes, yes, you did. You saw me on Saturday. And I'm like, well, you were on the way to go do something and I didn't blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, it was the whole thing. It was not even thought about. And then I've come to find out that there's other coworkers that I think feel left out that they weren't invited to this little private pizza party. Yeah. That was in our public hallway at work where people, Which, other people could walk by. So did I fair. do something wrong? I mean, I really don't know where I stand. I think I always just get invited to these things because I am your co-host and you're with me all the time. And so it just comes out and it's like, well, you can't be, not invite me. It would be weird. <laughs> yeah. So I think I just automatically, so I don't know how it feels to be the one who's left out. I don't. I don't know if my feelings would be hurt. I feel like this is something it, like that would happen back in school, right? It does feel like, that from way. From now on, if you're gonna bring cupcakes from home, you gotta bring it's enough for the whole for class. Is it? And I mean, I'm like, that's a bunch of BS. Like, listen, everybody needs to grow up a little bit. Yeah. I'm not choosing sides, but I didn't want to buy 17 pizzas. That's which what is it, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I don't know. Is it wrong? Do you think it's wrong to throw a private? pizza party yeah. in a public hallway at work. Is Jesse wrong here? I don't think it's wrong because first of all, not everyone you work with is your friend. Like people Ooh. have to realize that. Yeah. So I don't know if this person is or is not, but and the other thing is, if she was so worried about it, why didn't she plan a party for Julie's birthday? Oh. Dang. Good point. Good point. Who's the better yeah. friend? Well, no, no, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, that's not no. Now, it's, listen, I, it's, I'll be honest, I didn't put that much thought into it. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's always, you're always going to miss that one person no matter where you work, no matter how many people you work with. You're Someone's always going to be off or whatever. So, sorry, we'll catch you next time. I did the best I could. I honestly don't care. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's this weird sensitivity thing. And I'm not one to keep other people out, but it's like, listen, I, I don't have, I'm not sending a group email. Who wants to buy pizza for the whole building? Yeah, all of a sudden we're, all, we're we have so many people at the pizza party. Yeah, everybody only like, chips in like two dollars fifty cents. Actually, Jesse, that's not a bad idea. Well, that's <laughs> we true. Have made this a lot cheaper. Oh dang! Uh, you all screwed right. up. I did screw you up. You screwed well, up. There. Turns out well. she has a birthday every single okay. year. <laughs> when you keep it private, you pay more. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a good okay. point. Utah is the first state. That will start banning kids from social media unless they have their parents' approval. So they, they won't be able to access social media platforms between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. And the law will take effect in March of next year. So they have about a year to figure that out. And then kids aren't allowed on it unless mom and dad have 
have signed off. I don't know how that's going to yeah. work exactly. If, if there's going to be like a code or something. Didn't yeah. TikTok change it, say that they're going to be changing this too so kids have to be above a certain age? Yeah, TikTok is going to have like an alert that will go off if you're under the age of 13. After an hour, it's like, okay, you got to get up and, and go do something unless your parents type in a code. So this is kind of similar, but I do think it's crazy. Utah is the first state to do this. I can see other states following their lead as a parent. I mean, how does that make you feel? But it's a law. It's a law. This isn't just like a passcode that you have to sign off. Like, this is a law. Well, okay, here's the thing. If the parent says it's fine, they only have to say it's fine once, I'm assuming, and that's fine. Then that's, don't they don't have to worry about it. Let me tell you about a little law in the state of Iowa and oh. also that I learned about in the state of Ohio. And let me tell you okay. that I tried to make sure this is true. So I'm not a lawyer. Nobody hold me to this, but I'm oh, fairly certain if I'm reading this correctly, in my home state of Iowa and also... In the state of Ohio, there was a rule, there was a law, no underage drink, you know, 21 to be able to drink, purchase, yeah. whatever, all that stuff, right? In Iowa, it is well known you can drink if you're under 21 if you're with a parent. Yeah. That is also legal in Ohio, if I'm reading this correctly, that the circumstance is if the person consumes alcohol in the presence of their parent, legal guardian, or a spouse who is over 21 years old, you can drink alcohol. So I know friends that have been out in public and they've looked over at a table yeah. and it was like a 12-year-old drinking a, drinking a beer with their parents. They're like, what? So actually, in Ohio, yes, as far as I know, that is still legal. But there are public, uh, public places in Ohio can make their own rules on it. Sure. So if you go to a restaurant, you can't just give I your gotcha. kid a beer because the restaurant could be like, well, we don't allow Applebee's. that here. Applebee's. Yeah. And actually, my aunt got in trouble for this. Oh, this was a long time ago. My cousin was a teenager. They were over on the Kentucky side, like just across the river. And my aunt let my cousin have a drink of her beer, just a sip uh, of it. And they had to go to court and everything. What? Like it was a huge, yes, because an undercover cop or something like that happened to see them, oh, reported no. it, and she got in huge trouble. They had to go to court over it. It was, yeah. So ever since wow. that happened, I remember being a kid growing up and saying like, oh, mom, can I try, you know, can I try a sip of that? And she's like, no, then we're not started, doing that. Yeah. You're like, this is fine, mom. I'll do it when you're not looking. Yeah. So <laughs> as far as I know, that is still a thing in Ohio. Wow. Yeah. All right. Look that up before you start doing that, yeah. okay? Remember that every yeah. business has a right to say no to it. So it doesn't we mean... We have the disclaimer now. Yeah. The CNN <laughs> are not legal the experts. We have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Look it up for yourself. Proceed yeah. with caution. All right. Listen to this garbage. Me and Anna had a bet for the Xavier Texas game the other day. Anna, yep. in our March Madness bracket, had Texas beating Xavier because she allowed the computer to fill out her yeah. bracket. She could have also gone back and changed it, but she didn't because she has no idea what she's doing yeah, when it comes. It now, I don't know a ton, but I know that I would not let Xavier lose, which is why I decided to bet Anna mm -hmm. the other day. I said, listen, if Xavier loses, because that's what your bracket says, yeah. I will give you back a tax stage pass, which grants Anna the ability Anytime, last minute to say, Jesse, let's go hang out. Yeah. Normally, I'm like, no, I'm going to need some advance notice on that. Yeah. If Xavier wins, I don't even know what I said I wanted from you. Like uh, 10 bucks or something? No, I had to buy you something. Buy a pizza. Oh, I had to buy you a pizza. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank goodness. Xavier lost. All right. Xavier lost. And Which, uh, what was the final? Well, I did see that Xavier 83. lost over the weekend. 
And I was like, oh, man, Xavier lost. But I completely forgot we had a bet. So yeah. you could have let this slip away. But Jesse reminded me. He's like, yeah, you won the bet. And I'm like, what bet? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We even had because it. I'm a man of integrity. Well, great. And so you earned the it. tax stage pass uh, Well, I forgot to consider this an IOU. I am going to give it to you, but it's at home. It's still hanging up. Likely story. Listen, I put it out. about this. I put it. I have Jesse. put it on public airways. People hear me saying I'm going to give it to you. This feels You know sketchy. how our listeners will call it, but like, did you get your tax exchange password yeah. yet? Well, huh? You want me to call them? I only had one left originally, and I had been saving it. Yeah, now I, I'm going to give you another one. So now that one's just going to, I'm just going to throw that one. Which means, yeah, yeah, which means it's going to get used on me quick. Coming soon. So, and uh, right. how's your what bracket? You- Where's your ranking on your back bracket? So actually, this is surprising. I think it is. Uh, I'm still ranked 10. But I, at one point, I had moved up, and I think I was like, what, rank three or four, something crazy. I don't even and care. And now I'm rank 10, even though I have Alabama winning it all, which it, didn't Alabama lose? Did yeah. I make that up? Yeah. So I can't win, but I'm not doing bad. Are the, Wait, does this mean I'm out? Oh, I, don't know I think I'm out. There's oh. X's everywhere. Oh, you're... Red yeah. X's everywhere. Oh, okay. This is the best news I've heard. What? <laughs> I was... But I'm ranked 10. That's not bad. Yeah, you're locked in at 10. I think it's uh, all it's all game over for you. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. You get a tax stage pass, and you get no money for you your bracket. What? First time Karma. bracket filler outer over here. I'm pretty proud. Yeah, her username is becoming a sports girl. <laughs> Isn't that that's cute? not a red flag. I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Jesse recorded a song for one of our coworkers for her birthday. So, Jesse, that sounds so random. Jesse and his <laughs> yeah. twin brother, growing up, they always wanted to start a band called Side by Side. A duo, yeah, the two of us. We found this out over Christmas break when Jesse started playing me like Christmas music that he had recorded. So, it's become this sort of like inside joke between us and one of our coworkers, side by side julie yeah. and julie it was her birthday today and jesse's like hey, i'm gonna record something with my brother joey and give it to her for her birthday and this is side by side coming out of retirement we haven't recorded any new songs in 10 years oh boy and julie we I, we always refer to each other as friend like hey friend hey yeah, friend it's like a nick, nickname kind of a thing and we've also joked about in the past like thank you for being a friend the golden girls yes so and it that's the song. Led to this. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, <laughs> you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Okay. So that was Jesse and his brother Joey recorded part of it. Uh... And yeah. sent it over to Thank him. you for being. So anyways, Jesse's all proud of his project. And he's like, do you want to hear the final? Oh, yeah. The final piece. So on our way uh, downtown earlier this morning, Jesse starts playing it for me. Then it was done. And then it just kept playing. Yeah, it was just like. I mean, over. like. So anyway, sorry. Let me tell you about that story. Again. Oh, sorry. It is not through a party. All right, stop. Like, it was just. It okay, just started it playing. Off. And then I'd keep talking. And then all of a sudden it'd go off again. And it just kept. Going off. It was just like, I get it. I've heard it. It yeah. sounds great. And then at one point, the funny part, at one point, the song like started over and it was like, Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. I thought you were doing it on purpose. No. And I'm like, Jesse, I, I love it, but please turn it off. I've heard it 
freaking 30 times. I was like, what's your point? problem with the with the Golden Girls theme song? Is it because it wasn't Full House? No, I love it, but... Everywhere you look. You know, once we get on the 10th replay, well, Anna, to get old. Anna's a good sport. I play her some things in this studio that are near and dear to me, like little projects, stuff behind the scenes, musical, musical stuff. projects. And she takes it, she takes it like a champ. <laughs> I mean, She's I... just... You know, I, you know, she just smiles like that. You're like a supportive mom. You know what you are? I mean, no, that's very be- weird. And that's because of that. You would the <laughs> I'm going to dedicate this song me. to you. And the card this is for you, Anna. Say thank you for being yeah. a friend. Uh, so I've been singing this song all day. Yeah, sorry about everything now that everybody just got this stuck in their head. Yeah. Man. Anyways, so proud happy, of you, Jesse. Ha- thank you very much. And happy birthday to my friend, Julie. Happy birthday. Jesse, I know sometimes you get a, a little bit of social anxiety. Like, you're an introvert and you don't really, like, right? You don't really like bit. going out with a whole bunch of people. You're yeah, like, ooh, this is awkward. Yes, that's me. Okay, well, something that could help out with that, get a nice big whiff of B.O. Do explain. Okay. Somebody else's B.O.? So, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> Wait, so if I walk past somebody that's smelling ripe. B.O., <laughs> They're, they're smelling real bad, and it's like, wow, they didn't put deodorant on today. That will help my anxiety because Suddenly, then I'm not going to feel so bad about myself. Right. Is that what that is? So, actually, this study doesn't go into why. I think it's they're still so trying to figure dumb. out why it helps. But what they did is they took, like, socially anxious people, had them sniff samples of of uh-huh. armpit sweat. I would not do this. Um, And when they sniffed it, it helped. And then they went, I know this is kind of like gross. They went as far as to take samples from different situations, like sweating during a scary movie. You know what I mean? Sweating when you're nervous. Uh They Uh took it and all of the samples helped their social anxiety. Okay. Well, this is weird. Can I tell you (laughs) the one thing that I've learned that makes me more confident when I'm around other people? Yeah. There's a number of things. Okay. But the way I dress. And if I dress nicer, if I know that I have nice newer clothes on, yeah. and if I, I, you ever like put certain clothes on, you know that you look good, you know that you look better than you normally do, and you actually stand up a little straighter? Yeah, that's a real thing. When yes. You, what's the saying? When you look good, you feel good. That is a, re- that's why every day for work, I mean, sometimes I have rough days, but like I try to fix my hair and put my makeup on and like wear a, an, a cute outfit because if I feel good at work, I will do good work. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? But I feel the same way. Yeah. This I why think, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm dropping 28 bucks on underwear these days because <laughs> look good. You feel good. You look good. Right. Is that the, the phrase? Underwear club. <laughs> you look good. You feel good. No. Yeah. No, that is it. That's it. When you look good, you feel good. Yes. Yeah. It is a real thing. You do. You stand a little taller. So. Yeah. The un- I don't know how much the underwear is helping, but a nice, well, a nice pair, a nice shirt definitely goes a long way. When somebody's just like, oh, you've been hitting the gym more. And I'm like, no, I just stopped buying $17 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it's a little better cut. Fitted shirts, yeah. The fitted shirt. Man. Wow. All right. Jesse and I went out last night. We went to a comedy show, and we had to park in a parking garage. When we get back to our car at the end of the night, and we're trying to exit the parking garage, Jesse lost the ticket. Yeah, this happens so often. Which I did not know about you. And I don't know why it happens, because I get the ticket when I fall in the parking garage, and I put it in the... I think I put it in the center console Nobody or I knows. put it in my wallet. We don't know. I still don't know where yeah, it's at. it's gone. Um, I didn't know this about Jesse, so we get to the exit. We're trying to get out of the garage. We can't. Jesse is like, well, I'll just put my card in the slot and hopefully it'll let us out. I'm like, no, it's not going to work that way. So an attendant had to come up and help us. And he's like, you just hit the lost ticket button. 
Okay, to be fair, which apparently Jesse. To didn't be fair, see. there it wasn't a button; it was a a, a, a touch box on the digital screen. Okay, so I didn't see it. It was far up. All right. I was looking at the actual physical button that you push for like help or like lost okay. ticket or something. I didn't right. see it. Turns out right. I'm out nothing, right? It was yeah. going to cost me 20 bucks no matter what. So it, it didn't actually matter. Yeah, you got lucky with that one. I don't that know it was why a flat I lose. Because I'm good about no. knowing where I park. Like, I'll take a picture of, like, the elevator that says, yeah. like, the floor la P4 or whatever. Well. So I'm good there. But when it comes to those stupid tickets, it happens. I'm going to go with, like, three or four times a year. Oh, my gosh. It happens way too often. That's insane. Yeah. It turns out we make a good team, though. You remember where you parked, which I never can remember where I park, but I can keep track of tickets. I am the person, when I go out with friends and family, I am the holder of the parking tickets just because everyone knows that I will not lose it. I'm like, give it to me. I'm putting it in a safe place where I keep my money, and that's the end of it. This is so funny you say this because I've been on vacation with people before, and it's not parking tickets, but it's other things where they're like, uh, give it to me. I'll hold it. They, I'm the they one. They say this a lot, and I'm thinking it's maybe because they think I'm kind of careless or something. Well, I'm realizing that you are. So today when we went to the Reds Hall of Fame Museum oh, yeah. and we had to park in another parking garage, I'm like, give me the ticket. I'm not even letting you risk it. We're not dealing with that today. Give me the ticket. And I That's put true, it, I did. I put it in my wallet, and it, it was right there when we needed it. I feel like these tickets are like socks in my washer. They, they just well, go missing. into the Like one of these days... They're just all going to fall out in my truck someday. I'm like, oh, that's where they oh, went. Oh, there they are. Oh, there's one for 2018. Yeah. You, parking garage tickets are kind of important. Yeah, because yeah. then they charge you that full price. Exactly. And it's like, a bunch of crap. Yeah. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. We do this every day. Take a question out of the truth jar, and then we rotate on who needs to answer it. Jesse, uh, today is your turn. Okay. Jesse, what is a scent that makes you nostalgic? You know, there's a couple of those. In my life, um, I think of like, uh, do you remember back in the day you would make copies on a copy machine? Yeah. And you would, I remember in school, my teacher would make a bunch of copies. She'd like, Jesse, go pick those up. And I'd go pick them up off the printer and I would just go <laughs> and <laughs> sniff them. I'm like, oh man, nice. such a good, yeah, yeah. Nothing like fresh ink off the copy. Get a hit off the Xerox. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, yeah, but one, one that I know that you will appreciate a yeah. scent that, Puts me in a certain mood, takes me to a time and place, is the lighting of a charcoal grill. Oh, you have a you have like a char like a Weber grill. You got your little charcoal briquettes stacked yes. up. You might have put a little lighter fluid on it. Oh yeah, and you douse it heavily, I, and you you yes. light it. It goes, and it's. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that is gonna be good. I love charcoal, like. Food grilled on a charcoal grill. Yeah, there's nothing like there's what's better. I will me. say there are down. That's all I had for a long time was a charcoal grill. Grill and yeah. there's downsides to using it. Is that it doesn't if you I don't know I wasn't great at it, but it didn't cook food as quickly or as evenly, and it took longer for the grill to get ready and yeah. yada 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 all these things. But a gas grill doesn't give me the you know that and, and that just smell of like. The mm. smell and why do I Flavor. feel like it flavors? Yeah, it does. flavors it does. your food. I'm like, mm, flavors it up. Charcoal, but, charcoal but chicken. I rest. love charcoal almost <laughs> as much as I love exhaust coming out of my tailpipe. Oh yeah, nah, I like that too. <laughs> All very dangerous. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know about the charcoal, but the tailpipe, not great. Yeah, I actually wonder about. Is it okay to not eat great charcoal? Uh, charcoal, but well, <laughs> it is. Well, they wouldn't sell it if you couldn't do it. What, really? Okay. Yeah. 
I, I think I, I don't know. <laughs> we're just gonna go with that. All right. I don't. I don't Listen. know how. What are you doing? Sniffing it? Like I don't the, know. Yeah. Well. All right. Summer's almost here. But so. that's it. What about you? Do you have any weird smells that the, t- take me? You know, sometimes when I smell cafeteria type of smell, uh-huh. it just brings me back to school. Oh, but it's not a good thing though, right? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I would say sometimes it is a good thing. Yeah. Not, there were downsides of being back in school, but it kind of gives me that, um, do you ever Nostalgia. smell like the first day of school and you're like... Mm, it smells like the first day of school. Yeah, I hated it. Oh, okay. I I didn't really care for school, but the first day of school, first couple oh, of weeks. Oh, like the wood floor, they were exciting. the lockers. And, yeah, yeah okay. and it was exciting. You got, maybe you had a new outfit on and, well, I didn't. I had a uniform. But anyways, you get the point. Yeah. It was exciting. So sometimes if I smell cafeterias, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I've been in some nursing homes before and I walk yeah. in and it's like. Not good. That's a different cafeteria smell than a school cafeteria. <laughs> it's, the, it's the smell of a uh, rubber chairs when uh, yeah. you sit down and they squeak. All cafeterias are not the same. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I went and saw John Christ last night at Taft Theater. Uh, I didn't want to sit up in the balcony completely alone. <laughs> this sounds this awful. This sounds horrible. This sounds ahead. awful. I know where you're Should going I finish this? this sentence? Finish, yes. So my friends were going to the show. I'll just say they started it. They didn't invite me. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I kind of wanted to see John Christ. He's he's really funny. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll just buy a ticket up in the balcony. Yeah. Oh, but they're in the second row, by the way. I'm like, well, all right, rich people. Yeah. I'll be or 29 bucks for up the balcony. Yeah. And then it was just like, am I going to sit up there alone? I don't think. So. I th- let me ask Anna. Anna likes going out and doing things. I know you get FOMO. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you want to go? Next thing I know, Anna's like, let's go. When Jesse has no one else to invite, he's okay, like, ooh, don't... all right, I'll invite Anna. Anyway. Anyways. John so there Chris we were. is a comedian, by the way. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know. And I don't want to say he's a faith-based comedian, but there's a little, there's, he's sort of a faith-based comedian. No, like, yeah, he kind of is, yeah. You know, so there's a lot of references to religion and faith and all of that, and it's great, right? But there were some last night that with Anna, some <laughs> jokes and some stories he told. Yeah. He was talking about, like, when he was growing up, how the Ghostbusters movie was against viewing rules in his house. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to watch it. Because of, uh, you know, it came off a little too... Ghost, right? Yeah, ghosts are bad. So, but then when the uh, female version, the all-female version of Ghostbusters came out, his mom was like, no, no, the original. That's what we've always wanted, the original three guys. And And he's he's like, like, wait, what? what? We weren't even allowed to watch it. Like, what's the deal? And that's kind of how my family always was growing up. I wasn't allowed to watch Ghostbusters because there were ghosts. That, that's yeah. simply it. I don't, I'm sure it's a, I've actually never seen the movie to this day. Really? I'm sure it's like fun and lighthearted, right? But I mean, it's a classic. People sure. Like it. Yeah. And then John uh, Chris did a whole thing about Halloween. Yeah. And I actually was gone for that. I had gone up to, get, to use the restroom and, and he did a whole thing how he wasn't able to celebrate Halloween. And that also related to you? Yeah. He, so growing up, he wasn't allowed to celebrate Halloween. It was like, you know, the devil's holiday. That's, yeah. that's what it was. And now that he's an adult, his, nieces and nephews so his mom's grandkids she'll take pictures with them in their costumes take them out for oh. trick-or-treating like make it a special holiday and he's yeah. like what this was and my mom is kind of the same way she still says that she stands by the fact that she doesn't like halloween but who thinks it's cute when my nieces and nephews are all dressed up in their oh. costumes my mom so you know it's kind of like a, it's uh he's also kind of like hey not my problem those, are, those are grandkids yeah a little bit, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't I can't tell my daughter what to do when it comes to her kids now. Yeah. But that it's, is a pretty cool looking devil costume. Yeah, it's like growing up, you <laughs> grew up funny. so strict, but then when you become an adult, all of a sudden your parents are okay with these things that were 
absolutely like horrible when you were a child. Now they're like, well, it's all right. I'm starting to think my parents didn't care. I don't think we had any rules whatsoever. It's Which like is nuts to me. You want to dress up as a double for Halloween? Oh, you, I you, had... you and your twin should both dress up as that. That'd yeah, be hilarious. No, it was wow. never. But it was never. funny. John Chris, funny uh, Taft Theater. If you've not had a chance to see him, I'm sure he'll be back soon in yeah. Cincy. Well, I got to do something today that I've not done in all the years I lived in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, I've just turned 40 years old a month ago, and Anna helped me put together this 40th birthday bucket list. Because there's a lot of things I haven't done, right? Well, yeah, like very basic things like the conservatory and where did we go uh, the other month? Um, oh, Camp uh, Washington Chili. Camp Washington Chili. And now the Reds Hall of Fame Museum, which I've not been there either. And it was really neat. Right now they have a women in baseball exhibit and they had a bunch of artifacts from, uh, what's the movie? A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Yeah. so It, it was really cool. The Tom Hanks movie from the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, and they had like some of the uniforms and the, the this entire exhibit about women in baseball, and thanks to Rick down at the uh, the Reds Hall of Fame that gave yeah. us a private little tour today, and it was it was really cool. And I thought I had seen parts of the exhibit. I thought I had been just in general in the Hall of Fame in the museum. No, that place is huge. It is like if you spent your time, took your time, and read things and looked at. There's so much physically to look at too. Yeah, I bet. What would you say? Hour and a half. Yeah, at if you took the, if you really hours. took the time and like hung out and and looked at everything, and now they have a lot of interactive parts of it. Like mm -hmm. one of the things that I thought was neat, we got to you can create your own baseball card with your picture on it, yeah, and then you email it to yourself and you have it. And so Jesse and I did that, and it lets you put like a little baseball yeah, cap it's almost on like yourself, a, like a like a TikTok like a Snapchat filter, yeah, and a hat and a mustache. You type your name at the bottom of the card, and you can email it or text it or yeah. whatever to yourself. But it was fun. Red's Hall of Fame. And then we found out that it's like 12 bucks to get in. Isn't that Super, what they said? Or yeah. 11 bucks? It's like 12 bucks, And then kids 12 and under are free, I think, is, is what it is. Yeah, 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 12 and under. Super affordable. And it's going, I know what I'm doing with my nephews. And they just, yeah, I know. I'm going to bring my nephews there. And they just remodeled it a couple of years ago. Yes. So if you've been a long time ago, but you haven't been in the past, I don't know, four years or so, yeah. you should go back because it's. A lot and do what now. we do. Go yeah. go super early so there's not very many few people there, and you just don't have to deal with other people. We have the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> I, that must have been one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I was like, oh, nobody to bump into, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. getting in anybody's way. Yeah. So thanks to the Cincinnati Reds for having us down there today at the Hall of Fame Museum. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.